welcome back everyone to brown bag bets ah, welcome back everyone sorry just missed it there we're working on the timing welcome back everyone to brown bag bets powered by betsperts we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks i'm alex christensen and joining me as always looking goodness twins hat there mr andy Mulder. what are all those uh years on there is that uh every time they won the division the the what are we doing area codes baby i bought this oh, area in like the, in like the six hours while they had this up at uh before they took them down because every everyone complained they were so ugly, I like they they removed them like from it. the site. I know they got you got the chain of lakes up in Minneapolis. You got Paul Bunyan's axe. There's the '87 World Series. This is I bought it because it's ugly. This is horrifying. And yeah, my <laughs> wife, uh, my wife, when she sees a box of a certain size on the doorstep, she knows Andy just bought another hat off the internet. So never impressed with that but uh yeah like i was saying to alex off air i'm tired these nba games are taking too long they need to start in the afternoons that would be i miss bubble ball i miss watching basketball at like lunchtime that'd be great but uh That's yeah wild action last night right off the bat we we're like oh my god the blazers are dead ended up not being so um eventually dead but dead uh, and a lot lot slower more painful death i guess the lakers similarly Oh shit! The Lakers are dead. That that proved to be very, very true. And quite what was it? Twenty six, twenty eight at half, thirty at half. Was it? It was yeah, a big. It was, big. Half, it was a big halftime lead. I never looked back. Lakers now at the brink. I don't know if eighty's back. I don't know if it matters. Uh, Suns, yeah, the Suns plus one ninety. We like it. I mean, it's we'll see if AD is healthy. Again, it doesn't look like he's so, and we'll see. I mean, they're going to be in L.A. That should be a good thing for the Lakers. I do think they'll probably win that game. I hope they don't. Um, but if Anthony Davis is playing as healthy, the Lakers are still very competitive. But you have to love where Phoenix here is up 3-2. So um, let's just hope nobody else gets hurt. Like That's what keeps happening here in this series yeah. when I look at it. Let's let's get some time here. No more injuries. That's enough. Let's, let's just have the playoffs with everyone healthy so we don't have to worry and try to figure out whether or not any of this counts later on. Yeah, and we didn't even mention the other game. That was just kind of a ho-hum, I don't know. I don't ever want to say anything's a no-doubter, but it, it was. Like, they were up the whole time. I think Nets led by, I believe the first half line was like seven and a half. And it was, yep. I think, Nets by eight in the first half and then never really looked back. Ended up covering the big number. And, yeah, now we have Nets, uh, Nets box. We have a good series now. We'll wait for some of these other ones to finish up. But, the lines are up on that. That got steamed off the open. There was somebody that opened like minus 180 on the Nets. Yeah, that is getting that, was a that is absolutely getting bet right now. So that's going up. And uh, yeah, let's let's look at all the futures replays and kind of recap some of that. Like you said, you got the Suns at a just a honey of a number. Plus 190, DraftKings opened them. You bet them in every Canby book that lets you. And looking real good right now. I don't know what the up up, you know, updated number is i'm assuming what minus 300 something yeah, like those lines. E either way they're up they have two elimination games they just need to win one of the last two blazers to win the west not so great oh, need well. them to win this need to win okay. this they, it's okay they still have a decent shot at this especially if uh, the lakers fizzle out the clipper clippers just need one more injury and then the blazers have pretty much an open path do what they want although i will say the jazz look pretty damn good now that they're full strength yeah. Uh, so the West, the West is still kind of tough. Knicks four three is basically well, no, it's alive. It's alive, and the <laughs> price for it right now is essentially the same price that you bet it at. 
it's like plus 550 still. So if you want to get in on late on that, you still can. I mean, essentially, you're just betting the Knicks to win the series. Like, you can just bet the series price. You don't need to go find the prop. Uh, what about French Open? We placed two. One was 100 to one. One was like 30 to one. Uh, multiple withdrawals, couple of upsets, weirdness. Plus, it's just clay. And the draw was a little unbalanced. How do you like your chances? Have you looked at updated prices on our two girls? Um, well, one of them got knocked out, unfortunately. Miss Potoroska, our bigger ticket at 100 plus to one. I knew her first round match was going to be tough. She lost to Belinda yeah. Bench. It just didn't look right. Our other player, Bedosa, though, things are opening up really nicely for her. She's down to close to 10 to one at this point. Naomi Osaka withdrew, so that pulls her out of her way. Potoroska getting knocked out, I think, actually helps her a little bit, too. So she still sits in that fourth quarter that looks to be wide open. So, you know, we've got her in the 30s. She's down to, like, 10. I think she's going to cruise through this quarter. So we should have 30-1 to 1 in the semifinal. So feeling pretty good there. Overall, it's, it's been an up-and-down tournament. It is clay, and I'm curious to see how the rain impacts things for a few days. But some of these courts are pretty fast, Andy. I don't know if you've watched any, but the clay yeah. looks very light. Like you can see the base of the court. There's not as, as, as much dirt on there as we're used to. So they've been playing a little faster and, and I'm trying to take that into account, but that's made things a little murky so far though. I think we're just got our head above water overall, but if we can get that um, Bedosa 30 to one to the semifinals, would be just fine. Yeah, it does. It's almost like the clay is tamped down and it's playing like, you know, like it's just hard and beat down and, and the ball's not picking up as much clay when it's hitting. So I don't know. It's not, you know, not hardcore speeds, but it is playing a little funny. I'm used to some of these longer rallies. I like underdog, you know, maybe and that's why we're not seeing some of these underdogs playing as well. But uh, yeah, the, the women's draw wide open, the men's draw, I don't know, so far pretty normal. Sitsipas, my only outright in there is playing right now. He's up a, he's up a set on Martinez. I think he's about a, Minus five thousand favorite in this match. I mean, a lot of these big favorites yeah, right up from that. Yeah, he sh he should be cruising here. So, we'll keep up to date on him next week once he actually has to face some decent opponents. Hopefully, he can get it done. And yeah, let's uh let's look at the action for tonight. We have more NBA again. It's it's late, which I hate, but such is life. We're never getting. Even though somebody saw some somebody uh, we talked to saw some funny numbers at one of the books where it was listing afternoon basketball. We all got <laughs> excited for about 15 seconds, but yeah, the, the games tonight, wizards, uh, wizard Sixers, Knicks Hawks elimination. Both of those are elimination games. In fact, jazz Grizzlies is an elimination game. And then the late, late game is Mavs Clippers. Any thoughts, picks, action analysis. What do you got for those? Yeah, we can wrap up the first round of the Eastern Conference tonight. I, th I think there's a good chance that the Sixers close out Washington here, even without Joel Embiid. That says um, the total looks a little light to me, and I really like the Washington team total over here. I, I actually played it this morning around 112. It's actually ticked down a little bit. I'm looking at over 111 and a half right now for the Wizards. I have this closer to 115 myself, like 114 and a half if I was probably hanging a number. Joel Embiid's out. That means that the Sixers' defense is going to be worse. And their offense is going to be worse as well, but they're still a pretty good team. We should see the pace pick up. Washington is still going to be able to put up, I think, a pretty good number here if the Sixers do win this game and, and cover the six that I'm looking at right now. I think it is going to be at a high-scoring affair. The, the, I think the, the uglier the game gets, it actually helps the Wizards, who have a little more reliable, a few more reliable offensive pieces. But again, we'll see. There's there's a lot of shooting regression that should happen tonight. The Wizards did win that game, but it was mostly on the back of making a lot more free throws than the Sixers. Um, Beal had a poor shooting night. He was something like nine for 23. Westbrook 
Um, it was even worse than that on the Sixer side. Tobias Harris had a really poor shooting night. So as all those things start to pick up, I think we're going to see a lot more offense here. And I like the Wizards again. Team total over one and 11 and a half, 112. Um, all looks pretty good to me. You know, as I start to look at some of the other games here, you know, you've got the Knicks Hawks. That's just a really hard game for me to tie down. It's an elimination game for the New York Knicks. This is more or less the line that they've had for the series in Madison Square Garden. I think this is pretty much where they closed game one and game two, which was in New York. And Atlanta has just looked better in all four games. Even the game that they lost, I, I thought that that was, you know, they played very well, kind of fell apart late in the game. I, I don't understand why the line hasn't moved too much here. You know, maybe it is they knowing that the market is going to come in, that they'll get people betting, frankly, on the Knicks here in an elimination game at home, and they don't have to make a big adjustment, frankly, to get Knicks money. And they're happy to take a little That's bit of true. Atlanta money when they need it. So the line sort of confuses me. I think Atlanta's the better team. You know, I would adjust this. I probably have it down to a pick them instead of, you know, having a one and a half points. It's just a huge adjustment, but there's just something off to me about this Knicks number. I think they can be competitive and win tonight, but I'm just going to watch. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I, I have Knicks futures. I just, I'm not going to double down and bet them. I hope they win. I'd love to see it go to a game seven, especially for your, you know, your, your uh, fun prop future, whatever you want to call it, exact exact score, exact series final, yeah. whatever it is. Well, yeah, we Need will cheer for the Knicks from afar. Yes. They can win three in a row, right? I think so. It's definitely possible. It's happened. What does that leave us with? Just the night games? Yeah, just the night games. Memphis, Utah. I was surprised that this Utah number wasn't adjusted more. It opened 10 and a half and, and Memphis has taken a little bit of money. You know, when I looked at the line, they closed right around six, six and a half in Memphis and to only adjust it three, four points going from Memphis to Utah seems a little bit short here. Again, I might be just trying to avoid some zigzag theory money here, knowing that people are probably going to back Memphis after not having covered two games in a row here. I think Utah can cover this big number, but again, I'm a little put off. Um, by what the market's done here. I thought that the Jazz would be, you know, closer to minus 11, maybe 11 and a half. And I'm looking at nine and a half. I think there is some value in Utah, but I don't know. I, I'm not going to attack it. And then Dallas, LA, the Clippers, Dallas played two great games. The Clippers played two great games. We'll see what happens tonight. This line makes sense to me. I think you look at maybe like a Clippers team total over or something like that. But those last two games, there's just too much uncertainty for me. I'm going to try to hopefully make it up and watch some of it. Worst case, I'll get up tomorrow morning and watch them and see what I can learn. But those two games, again, just a lot of uncertainty for me. Yeah, I probably will be going to bed early. So I will just check those scores in the morning. I won't have any action on either of those. Maybe if I, if I stay up a little late and the Clippers get down early, I have a Clippers live bet. That's basically all I've been doing with the NBA's live betting. But uh, transitioning to what I'm actually going to watch tomorrow, not tonight, a little golf, uh, approaching the green last night with Pam. Again, she had the first round leader last week. I had the winner. Her matchups swept. I hit my cut prop. We did very well on a lot of that. I almost hit my playoff prop, which I didn't want. But, uh, yeah, some <laughs> round one head-to-heads I will be playing tomorrow. This is probably it for the the card on those. Uh, Doug Gim, Dougie Gim. Love He's that actually, guy. Yeah, he had nice finish last week. His approach game is strong. A lot of these are just numbers plays, you know, especially with with single rounds. There's a ton of variants. I'm going to play a bunch of these the first two days. Uh, Lanto or Lanto. We're still never sure how to say his first name. Griffin over Billy Horschel. He's had a rough last month, but a decent overall 21. Again, more of a value play. I'm getting him at plus 121 here. I'm going to play him over Billy Horschel at a number like that, where I, I would think he should be closer to like plus 105. 
Speaking of plus 105, our guy, Max Homa, internet's favorite over Brendan Todd. Homa, again, kind of sucking, but he's he's won this year. He's got a couple of top tens, and I don't have him as a dog here. I'd have him as a slight favorite in this matchup. Uh, Sam Burns is getting some hate. I'm seeing a lot of people betting against Sam Burns. I don't know if people think his price is inflated. His last two tournaments, he went first and he went second. So maybe people are just going saying his price is at the top of the market or the top of the range and going against him. But I think I could make a strong case that Munoz's price is inflated based on how he, you know, he performed last week. It was a wild putting performance. He ended up gaining 10 strokes on the green alone to end up in the top five last week. So I'm, this is again, a little bit more of a Munoz fade based on hopefully he's getting a little too much love. And then, I mean, it's Charlie Hoffman. I'm going to bet Charlie Hoffman as, as many times as I can bet Charlie Hoffman. Apparently he's just a top 20 machine. Again, you're not going to top 20 on Thursday, but he shouldn't be this big of a dog to Scheffler the way he's playing right now. As much as I love our guy, Scotty Scheffler and Joel in the chat asks, where's the Fowler fade? I'm a little afraid of the Fowler fade this week. I think those prices have kind of hit rock bottom and we're leaving those alone. Joel also says Morikawa win this, wins this weekend. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's out there. He's as good of a player as anybody in the field. Very tough field. It's going to be very tough to pick an outright. It might be just one of those top eight, nine guys that are sitting in the 10 to 20 range that takes us down because they're all, you know, world-class golfers. This is not like a major field, but it's damn close. So uh, check out my blog later on today. I'll have all the plays in that. I'll put that out over on the BetSperts content tab. Love it. Do you think can Morikawa win this weekend? I also saw Joel mentioned uh, he like Colin this weekend. Well, yeah, any any given Sunday, that's a football thing. But you know what? Golf tournaments finish on Sunday too, unless you're yeah. playing on your the European tour. So, all any right. Well, Thursday, I had a Friday, live bet. Or Sunday. We have, I mean, obviously action going on right now for the French Open live bet. Shout out to everyone who told me to take Nishikori live. He ended up winning in five or Karen Hatchinoff. Uh, Sitsipas is now up a break and a set, but you've got some action for tonight slash tomorrow morning in the lady side. Yes, sir. Take a look here. I, I remember what I picked. There's just so many different things going on here. Uh, a couple totals here. We'll start with, again, I'm not doing too many stacks here. As I mentioned earlier, it's a little hard for me to put my finger on what these courts are like. Some seem to be playing very fast. Some are playing a little bit slower. Again, we've got some rain coming in. Um, just a lot of things that are up in the air, but a couple spots still look really nice to me. Annette Contivate is going to play uh, Kiki Moldenovich here. They have a total of 20 and a half. This should be a cheap 21 and a half or, or maybe a really juicy 21. So happy to grab this, you know, again, underneath that key number of 21, I would probably hang a 21 and a half myself. So if you've got 20 and a half, I'd say out to minus 115, even minus 120 is okay. 21 X standard juice or less is probably all right. This should be a very, very long match here. Both of these women have trouble closing out um, games sometimes, have trouble closing out sets. I think we're definitely going to see at least one seven five, if not a seven six here. So happy to grab the over there. And we are going to go over two and a half sets here in another match, Andy. So Rana Kirstera is playing Daria Kasatkina. Um, if this does go two sets, I actually like the under here. One of the things that, that I, from time to time, will double check the math on is the idea of kind of doing the Polish middle, if you will, of taking under um, the total and going over two and a half sets. 
from time to time, there are certain players where it, it makes me a little curious, but it's generally a bad idea to bet more things as opposed to just one thing. So we'll stick to over two and a half sets here. I have this closer to plus 140 from a price perspective. So we'll play this down to plus 150, plus 155. Should be a very competitive match. Hard for me to figure out who's going to win. Kasakina has looked much, much better, which again speaks to the kind of the, the courts being a little faster, which is odd being generally a clay player same thing with Kirstea so I think they're both enjoying what's happening so far I think we have a good chance at three sets here and then Kogo Goff's playing Andy and we're going over 19 games weird but as some of you might remember oh, a golf how, over has lost nice it's happened yesterday it was like a how week nice was that to get oh, into yeah. a tie break yesterday <laughs> knowing like just and anyone who doesn't bet tennis enough I mean it just you you start just putting the math together as soon as like games are happening all right now we're at four four 10 minimum like you you just start adding numbers and once once you get to a tiebreaker and the total's 18 and a half all you're doing is just hoping neither woman gets hurt hopefully no one quits all they have to do is finish it out play it out it's all dead it's dead rubbers at that point all they have to do is play so that was lovely seeing that tiebreak i didn't give a shit who won the tiebreak it didn't matter <laughs> 6-0 in the second set wins that over that was beauty i'm i'm more than happy to go back to the well on this with you yeah, I will say a little caution here. The last time a Coco Golf over lost was against this exact opponent, Wang Jiang. Oh, she is someone that's had a kind of a tough season. She is competitive. I think there's a chance she she pushes this match, maybe even steals a set. Again, I'm not going to go with the over two and a half sets here with as dominant as Golf has been, you know, over the last couple of weeks and how these courts again seem to be playing. But 19 is at least a game too low. I mean, that should be 20, maybe even 20 and a half, not only given the propensity for the possible three sets, but it's freaking Coco Golf. So let's go over 19 there. And then we've got a money line. And, and this one's moved against me. I was very excited to back Tamara's a dancing at minus 130. Uh, this was actually a two-unit play for me at 130. And it's now down to minus 115. Um, I, I'm not sure who's coming in and backing Katarina Siniakova, who has, you know, played some nice tennis. She has some good wins. I was impressed with her comeback victory today over Veronica Kudermatova. Um, really disappointing that Kudermatova couldn't close out our minus four there. But such as life. Um, going to go back again, Sidney Kova here again. I think that she's playing some nice tennis, but really taking advantage of errors more than playing well, in my opinion. And happy to back a player here in Zidancic that looks locked in and is going to be happy to play in these courts, whether they be fast, slow, or otherwise. So Zidancic money line here. Again, you should be able to do better than me at, at minus 115, but I would play this up to minus 135, minus 140. I like Zidancic quite a bit here. Yeah, I just have a, I found a minus 122. I will absolutely go against Katarina here. So I'm in on that. I'm in on the Coco Golf. And then somebody did mention it's a good day to wear the Twins hat. Uh, maiden focus. Horse guy. He's a horse guy. He's probably excited for this weekend. I'm sure yeah. he'll be putting something out on the uh, Bestbird content tab about uh, the races this weekend. But yeah, it is Matt Harvey Day. Twins have had some injuries. but And, and also the Twins just kind of generally suck. We'll actually have a, maybe that'll be my first question for our baseball guests tomorrow. We'll have Adam Burke on. We've had him on before talking some hardball. Yeah. So we'll get some baseball questions. If you have anything, hit us up for that. Otherwise, we'll pepper him with a few. And we'll probably start with why do the Twins suck this year? Although I will I will still go to some games. I still will support them. Uh, but yeah, tomorrow baseball, Friday, horse guest. Very exciting. Heading into the weekend. Deep dive tonight. Surprise. Uh, when I say surprise uh, feature, it's because we don't really exactly know what we're doing quite yet, as that often happens on the deep dive in the off season. Otherwise, do check out Approaching the Green if you haven't already for all the golf plays and 
look for my blog later. Thanks to our sponsor, WinBet. Those, uh, those odds that you see kind of humming along underneath those, those are courtesy of WinBet and you can get your $500 risk-free bet. Links are in the pinned tweet on our profile on Twitter at Brown Bag Bets. I'm Andy Molitor. That's Alex Christensen. We are Brown Bag Bets. It's lunchtime's over. Go back to work. We'll catch you and then and we'll catch you tomorrow for some baseball talk. 